Hey guys, welcome to the fourth chapter of the Teen Survival Guide by our Not So Secret Diary. I'm your co-host Varuni, and I'm your co-host Samriddhi. This is a series where we get special guests to give their unique insights about different facets of being a teenager in the 21st century. Whether it's academics, sports, art, social, or personal well-being, we got you covered in this special series called the Teen Survival Guide. This chapter is about personal well-being, an imperative facet of anybody's life, not just students. In the past chapters, we have talked about important skills a teen should have in both academics as well as the arts. But today, we want to discuss mental health and how to take care of your personal well-being. So we decided that this chapter we're going to analyze what leads to motivation, positivity, and personal growth. I believe that motivation is extremely important in every task I'm doing. So over time, I've found my own ways to find motivation in a lot of day-to-day things that I do. One of my biggest sources of motivation and, in general, energy is the people around me. I have observed that after talking to my friends, I feel a hundred times more motivated to get on with whatever that needs to be done. One of the best examples is when I call my friends the night before an exam, which is usually the time when I feel the least motivated. And we just take some time to unwind, and after that, I feel super refreshed and extremely motivated to get back to work. For me, motivation and rigor stem from one thing: a goal. Without a single focused goal, any task you do will not be done to the best of your abilities. Whenever I'm feeling down in the dumps, I tend to refocus and write down why exactly I'm doing this. If I'm feeling lazy and I don't feel like exercising, I try to I try to look at the bigger picture, one in which I'm fit and healthy and the best version of myself. The same thing applies to academia. Whenever I find myself disappointed with my performance or just lazy to study, I write down why I'm doing this. This helps me realize that my ultimate goal this helps me realize my ultimate goal and therefore keeps me going. When it comes to my mental health, I have a very simple mantra I like to follow. A bad day is not a bad life. In addition to this, whenever I feel that I'm not appreciating my own self-worth, I simply say to myself, I am rare. Whenever I encounter a challenge, I simply repeat to myself, at every level there is a devil these seemingly simple sentences make such a huge difference to my perspective and in turn my mental health and so would be really good idea to try out so today we decided to call our idol and the only person we know who has mastered self growth sharvani shivkumar sharvani was brought up with constant exposure to both asian and western cultures which shapes her view of herself and the world having immersed herself into the world of yoga and vedic philosophy while currently pursuing her Hi Shivani firstly thank you so much for joining us it's my pleasure to be here <laughs> so um let's start with when did you realize that you needed to start taking better care of yourself or you needed to start working on yourself when was that point in time Um so I think there wasn't like one particular moment in time but I think there were multiple significant moments of like realization like as dramatic as that sounds it makes sense so I think like the summer of 2016 when I was like in eighth grade or something I happened to stumble upon like some 30 day yoga challenge thing on YouTube I just happened to find 
And I had done yoga a few times before, but I never ever did like a proper daily morning practice. It was never something I did every single day. And at that time in eighth grade, I was trained in badminton. I wasn't like binging on fast food. I didn't have like any serious health problem that awoke me to all of this. But I think starting that 30-day challenge was the first time I took a choice to take my health into my own hands. That was the first choice I made by myself to benefit my health. So I decided, you know, this is the only choice I'm making by myself to, stick to, like, to ensure my better health. So I thought I will complete this challenge no matter what. And it was a 30-day challenge. It took me more than 30 days to finish it, but I did finish it. And I realized I quite enjoyed the yoga practice. Even after doing the challenge, I did not do it every single day. I was quite irregular for a while. But in the next year, I think six months later, it was like New Year's. And I took a resolution that I would try and practice yoga every single day. And I think since then, the physical yoga practice was just kind of a starting point. And beyond that, I stuck with yoga throughout high school. And it's been a coping mechanism all through grade 9 to 12, university now even. And I just feel so much more in tune with my body, my mind. Like I'm able to understand my thoughts and emotions so much better. So what started off as just like a physical practice has benefited me so much more than just the physical level. And high school can be very challenging at times. And I feel like just committing to one habit every single day, in my case, was yoga. It really helped me like stick to a routine, helped me with my academics. It strengthened like relationships with my friends and family. And over time, as I became older, um, experienced more things, I realized that the same habit that I stuck to has inspired me to think more about the daily choices I'm making, whether it be like groceries or like things I'm doing on a daily basis that can really have an impact that affects people more than just me. And I've always been a bio nerd, but over the past few years, I've had this fascination for health, nutrition, and like the environmental impacts of some of the choices we make. So it's just a journey. I just keep staying curious and keep seeing where it takes me. But in a sense, my yoga practice can be said to be like the one thing that triggered all these other changes that followed over the years. Thank you so much for that. Um, so next, maybe you can talk about some other ways you have ensured that your mental and physical well-being uh, was at its best in the last few years? Mm -hmm. um, so again, before maybe ninth grade, I didn't really, to be fair, before now, I hadn't really thought much about my health. It was just over the past few years that I've actually been like mindful about my health. But before that, I used to attend weekly or sometimes twice a week badminton training classes like like. I was enrolled by my parents. That was from like grade three to 11. So I was like kind of active, but I started yoga in eighth grade. And then for a few months in nine, like ninth and 10th grade, my brother and I used to cycle to school. Um, we stay about five kilometers away. So it was like a total one hour um, cycle ride every day. And then in quarantine last year, I got into um, like hit style workouts and I came to enjoy it quite a bit and I still do it now. Um, I'm not a dancer at all, but I sometimes do enjoy dance workouts. I sometimes do them when like I really need a super quick mood booster when I'm feeling drained after university day or something. And in general, I just I've come to like anything that's outdoors and active. So last year in quarantine, my friends and I explored all these nature parks and trails in Singapore and we went cycling for a while because we're kind of lucky we live in an island where you can practically go cycling anywhere. So it's it's quite nice in that way. So I think um, in these small, small ways, I've kind of ensured that I integrate physical well-being into like daily life. And coming to mental well-being, I'd say being physically active is a huge component of being 
uh, mentally healthy. Most physical activities and workouts, they do energize your body and mind, even without you intending for them to do so. You guys might know on a purely biological level, it releases many feel-good hormones. Uh, whenever I'm feeling in a funk, you're feeling down, you just go for a walk outside, you do a quick five-minute stretch, like a 20-minute workout, and you feel so much better. Just sweating, feeling alive um, makes you feel so much better. Like if you're outdoors in nature, that refreshes your mind. And I found out that more than that, whenever I engage in like an extended period of physical activity, my body image and confidence have improved so much. And as soon as you start seeing yourself in a more positive way, you kind of become more excited to committing to continue healthy habits. And that becomes this nice, healthy, positive feedback loop that keeps you going. So you don't tend to lose motivation that often when you've already been doing something that makes you feel good, right? So I think another big component of mental well-being, um, especially for us teenagers, is filtering social media content. I spend nearly two hours a day on Instagram. That's on average. I can spend nearly four hours on Instagram. And that's a lot of time spent just consuming content. And we're constantly seeing like pictures, captions, videos, and we don't even realize how much of an effect that has on how we see ourselves, our bodies, the stereotypes that we're like subconsciously subscribing to or enforcing on ourselves and others. And just in general, it makes us feel to a certain extent positive or negative about ourselves and the world around us. So what I found is that over time, I realized that what I see on social media actually really affects my daily mood. And I can talk about hours and hours on what I've experimented and I found accounts that I followed or unfollowed because they simply make me feel a certain way. But the bottom line is that my Instagram feed today is completely different from what the Instagram feed I used to have back in eighth grade. So I really recommend paying, paying close attention to what you're seeing on your Instagram feed. And you have complete control over that. You have 100% control over the accounts you follow or you don't follow. So really pay close attention to what you're seeing on Instagram and how that makes you feel. And it's really important to do that to safeguard your mental health because it really pays off in the long run. Yeah, that's so true. Thank you. And then the last question we have is how can someone like maybe me or even us who has never done anything of this sort to start to motivate themselves? Where does a person like that start and what can they do to start? So the great but also worst thing about personal health is that unless you care about it, right, nobody else can make you stick through certain habits or lifestyles. Your parents might tell you, your friends might tell you, but unless you yourself want to do it, it's not going to be something that's going to be sustainable in the long run. So I think the first step has to begin with curiosity. I'm not even going to say motivation because it's hard to find motivation when you start off with. So I think just be curious, you know, think about what if I could become a better version of myself? What if physically I could be fitter? And what if this makes me feel so much better, increases my um, academic performance or whatever that inspires you to just be curious? I'd say start off with curiosity. Um, as young teens, we often take our health for granted. We don't realize that it's not going to be something that's going to last forever unless we're actively going to choose to take care of it, right? When you're older, maybe it's easier because you realize that you're aging, but for us, it can be much harder in the beginning because we're so youthful and young and, you know, spontaneously vigorous and all of that. So I would say, try and think of your health as a sort of investment, just as you think of money, right? Money you're putting into the bank today can earn interest over time and pay you back later sometime in the future. So try and think of some kind of analogy that works for you 
with using health as a sort of investment. So in that sense, if you consider every single healthy choice you make to be an investment, you're more likely to stick towards cultivating those habits because there's this understanding within you that the stability of your future and whatever aspect you want to think of depends on what you're doing in the present day, what you're investing, time, energy, motivation, whatever today. And another really important thing to remember is that starting is often the most difficult part. For example, in my 30-day yoga challenge back in eighth grade, it used to take me so much effort to just roll out my mat and step on my mat. Forget like completing the 20-minute flow. And my mind would make up like these 10,000 excuses early in the morning on why I should not roll out my mat. But now like four or five years later, it's become this habit that I barely think about. It's like brushing my teeth every morning. How often do we make excuses for brushing our teeth, right? So motivation is really hard to start off with. It's hard to maintain. There are going to be some days you just do not want to do it. So I honestly think motivation is quite overrated. But building habits, on the other hand, that's where the secret lies. That's where the real gold is. Because we are creatures of habit. Habit and routine are so powerful that they can get you to stick to these healthy habits when even on the days you're not really feeling that motivated to do so. So I'd say start off with something that you do every single day. It does not have to be grand. It does not have to be the hardest workout you pick on YouTube. It can literally just be a five minute stretch or like a skipping session you do every morning. But what do you do that morning? Do it with full integrity. Do it at the same time every morning if possible, at the same place, preferably. So your mind gets into a routine that, okay, I am at this place at this time. And that means that I will do this thing. And this, is, this can be applied for anything, not just physical habits, even if you want to study better or whatever, just make it a habit, build that habit, and it will become so much easier in the long run. And the first few days are going to be the hardest, maybe in the first few weeks, maybe even the first few months. But trust me, the more you stick to it, it just gets easier. So I'd say if you want to do a habit, let's just say you start off with like a 10-minute stretch every morning. Do it for at least a month and do it with integrity at least a month. Do it for yourself. And as soon as you begin to build this kind of habit, everything else you will notice will just fall into place. You'll notice like if you get through one 30-day yoga challenge, you'll suddenly feel, wow, I actually got through that and like it wasn't easy, but here I am now. And then that confidence you get from building that one habit you did will help you build so much more later. And you begin to understand what works for you, what motivates you, what phases help you go on, those kind of things. And it just becomes a domino effect. But the one thing to keep in mind is that the start is the hardest. So once you overcome that initial hurdle, things just get easier. So my top two tips just summed in two words is curiosity and commitment. So you can try all sorts of different things. Stay curious. Like over the years, what I find enjoyable has changed so much. Like I don't really play badminton anymore, but I do dance workouts now, which I never used to do in eighth grade. So it doesn't matter what you try. Do try a lot of things, but whatever you do, don't be unrealistic and ex expect to become this like changed person after one day of just five minutes of skipping, for example, right? Good, thing, good things do take time. So you try and trust the process, believe in yourself, and honestly, just enjoy the challenge because you're going to keep changing, your body's going to keep changing, but your ability to form habits, that's what is going to stick in the long run. And that'll just make you a better person every single day. And it'll keep you coming back to it because you'll learn to enjoy that kind of challenge. And that kind of just permeates to every other field in your life. So yeah, that's my piece of advice. Thank you so much, Thank Shervani. You. Those were words of wisdom. So through this chapter, we learned that starting a 30-day or even a seven-day challenge can really help kickstart your journey into personal well-being. 
because after all humans are a creature of habit and that's why motivation is underrated habit is what should be grown so ivani also believes that to keep up interest and curiosity you should uh, change things up frequently just to get keep yourself going through the process no matter how rigorous it gets and being physically active does contribute to your mental health feel good hormones are released into your body and biologically you feel happier but other than that it improves your body image and your confidence and creates a positive feedback loop that just keeps going an aspect that isn't generally talked about much but that sharvani touched upon was the influence of social media content on one's self image and their physical and mental well-being sharvani suggests that you should filter your social media content uh, by analyzing it how it affects you and your perception of yourself so she suggests that you pay close close attention on what you see and exactly what it makes you feel and if it makes you feel negative emotions to just expel it from your life and your feed she also touched upon the fact that you have to care for your mental and physical health because nobody else can force you to do so uh, in order to start the journey is somewhere sharvani suggests that you begin with curiosity think of your mental health as an investment that's going to benefit you for many many years to come and just starting somewhere no matter where no matter at what level and no matter how for whatever amount of time starting is the most important she also highlights that building habits and routines can really help you achieve your goal because integrity is the key confidence comes from building a habit that can help you keep going so that was it for this chapter join us next month for our finale episode and to find out what we plan on doing next until next time bye